This is Books, Beats, and Beyond, where we will bring you provocative music and engaging interviews from music artists, authors, and others with topics that will pique your curiosity. I'll be your host, Taj. Yo, I came up in this rhyming on the school bus. We pull up, then head to class when school's up. Black Star was school us. My teacher never taught me about Mamiya Jamal. Or B, it was all that I could see or recall. Cause I was bleeding this call to be a leader with gall. And speak for black folks in a church, I like that work could start. He just learned to work this mic, a work of art. Fear came with my following, symbiotically afraid myself, especially when misconstrue my ideologies. Uh, apologies for deep seated insecurity. Yeah, it's probably from these peeps that kill what's pure in me That teacher, irresponsibly, she told me I'm a lost yeah, cause Yeah, the thought of you falsely singing me wrong subconsciously I locked you True story, starts before my family's new glory Bought a bigger house, but that's another tale Two stories, never move forward in euphoria Loose, warrior proof, renewed my mind Picked up the pen and slew for you, uh It's Thomas Wayne, me in the dark night My son, he made it, I and will Becoming Tony Stark-like, now my chest is played and went from show I'm God to being ill to justice be the key A piece has been instilled when he revealed them all three of these Divine bars of irony, three is all deity Full circle perspective, but the wise got new scenery Identify with BDP, with Luther, Eric Dyson But that's all overshadowed by the horizon Serious self in the soul Today, I'm talking with Namis. He is an MC representing Southern California. We'll be talking about his socially conscious and spiritual album titled Roads to Rome. Namis, welcome to Books, Beats, and Beyond, man. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me, brother. Well, thank you for the opportunity. So break down the name, Namis. What's that all about? How'd that come about? You know what? Um, it's actually really not that cool of a story. Um, <laughs> when, <laughs> Well, it's funny when I when I meet people, they ask about my name a lot, and I've had a lot of uh, interesting guesses. People are like, "Oh, is that like Swahili for you know?" And honestly, so my last name is Simon, and when I first started rapping when I was sixteen, mm. um, we had a we had a rap group that we that we started, me and three other guys, and everybody had a rap name except me because I wasn't really serious about it. Mm-hmm. And these dudes are always pressuring me to pick a name. And so I was literally in class um, writing my name on a piece of paper, um, my last name, Simon, and I turned it upside down and put it into the light. Uh, and it spells Namas. And I, so I like, I picked the name kind of out of spite. Like, hey, are you happy? <laughs> like, <laughs> you happy? I got it. That's what we just don't run with. <laughs> but, I know, but I know you got a meaning for it now, though. You know what I mean? Over time, though. <laughs> What's funny about that is, so I've actually played with, with <laughs> giving Namas an official definition. And so I have a I have an unofficial, unofficial, or unofficial official definition for it. And uh, <laughs> um, to be Namas is to, uh, 
that that uh middle ground between when uh that middle ground between jell jell <laughs> so wait wait is it a <laughs> noun or a verb you said to be nomis so hmm <laughs> right so it's like uh it's like the middle ground between uh jealousy and being happy for somebody <laughs> like, when, like when you okay let me give you an example like uh when i first was you know coming up um i'm like an old school vinyl head i love vinyl mm-hmm. always collected vinyl my dream was always to press vinyl mm-hmm. thankfully i got to do that in 2012 and one of my good friends belief melanin um he did a song with this dude blame one um mm-hmm and blame pressed their song on wax on vinyl and so i was legitimately happy for him because my <laughs> friend got this dope thing but i was also jealous if i'm honest about it you know what i mean I yeah like, right right this is this is my dream i've been grinding you know what I'm saying? like you guys so that's that's the playful definition i put to it but so you really were novice you were novice in that situation is that what you said i was very novice in that situation yeah <laughs> um but really what it is man is the name just it i picked it again like kind of jokingly but it 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 stuck really, really fast. Like people, yeah. Um, people just started calling me that really, really quickly. Um, and at that point, it was just like, well, this is just kind of what it is, you know. It's yeah. funny because a lot of rappers have some pretty ridiculous rap names, yeah. but <laughs> right. when, when you when you like the rapper, you don't really even think about how stupid the name is. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and you know, um, your name being backwards. I mean, it 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 literally sounds like an official name. Like you know, like it's not yeah. like like it's like contrived or anything. I really thought that was your name. You know what I mean? Like easily, right? You know, and it's like, and it kind of is really my name. You right, know what I'm right. Like <laughs> so, so that's why I rock with it. I'm I'm nominous for life. I got other aliases, but yeah, it's. Yeah it's 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 nomis all day so <laughs> so so um what specifically like influenced you to become an mc what was it uh man just being a fan of hip-hop so i came up um listening to dungeon family oh, and yeah. wu and nas and snoop and whatever uh, everything that was you know kind of popping in the the mid late 90s um and i was always like such a just fan of the culture and i was you know the only kid in junior high that listened to goody mob it was weird no word uh, <laughs> i'm like rapping these like <laughs> rapping these lyrics and the people are like what are you talking about so what were they listening like, to what was what like what, what was big for them well for them it really didn't get any i mean it was just it was no limit at the time ah, okay you know, was, yep just trying was, to put it you know date on it okay yeah, yeah like 90 like we think like 97 96 97 oh, yeah. 98 yeah um there was some wu-tang some nas you know what i'm saying some mob deep um and of course there was i mean honestly this was after Pac died mm. so um the west was already starting to kind of lose a little bit of steam mm-hmm. um but uh yeah and so and i like that stuff too you know what i mean but i was i always really loved outcast and, and what was it about them you know being from the west what was it about the the the, the southeast that got you what was it about about that that vibe um man i don't know it was just different like so this is the thing is i love i grew up again listening to gangster rap like everybody else from yeah, my hood, and right I, and, I, and i and i liked it and i dug it but you know i'm not i'm not in the gang I've right never been in the gang you know what <laughs> i'm saying and so i only could associate with it to a certain extent i i i can associate with you know west coast culture because mm-hmm. that's what i am you know what i mean like southern cali and impalas and, and stuff like mm-hmm. you know i get that but 
Like I ain't never had no dreams of shooting nobody. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. And 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 listening to Goody Mob, like you know, CeeLo was talking about rebuilding the hood. You know what right. I'm saying? Like yeah, not tearing it down and um, you know, get up and out, get up, get out and get something. Man, that you know was my saying? joint like, back in the day. Yeah. Right. You know, that's what they were telling me, and like, and I I, I rock with that. Like I, I I believe in in building. You know, not destroying. So right. that stuff always kind of stuck with me. So so so. With all what you just said, what are your feelings about the current state of hip hop? You know, besides yourself, what what do you think is missing from hip hop, or what do you think needs to stop in hip hop? Uh, that's a big question. Um, I think I think what hip hop is missing is balance. Mm. So, um, back in the day, like there's always been hip hop about money and women or whatever you, you know right. all, all the things that people glamorize that's always existed yeah the difference between then and now is there was balance right like karis one did talk about money sometimes exactly. but he also talked about self-destruction you right know what I'm saying? right he also talked he also talked about like again building our communities and stuff and stopping the violence and um and now we just see one side we just see the, mm-hmm. the you know the, the the club stuff the, yeah. the stripper music and you know the money and the women and it's yeah. like there's hip-hop has lost its its consciousness completely now how do you um, feel about that do you do you think because in my in my opinion i kind of think it's on purpose though right because people like karis one were hot i mean you there's not many people who won't say he wasn't hot and you know the in the people that he influenced and you're right there was that balance especially in the 90s you would get that balance but what happened though like <laughs> that... Lil John happened. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. No, real talk. It was the turn of the century. It was really when it started changing. Um, like <laughs> they, I don't know. I mean, there's, a lot of things happen, but I feel like someone. Let's use Lil John for example. I don't want to. I'm not trying to pin it all. No, on no. <laughs> right, right. But like he, he showed that you could have like a number one rap album without actually being a rapper. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just a lot of energy. Um, yeah. It, it was just energy and like he was a he was a character you know right. what i'm saying he was like a a figure that was fun to to watch and to kind of imitate um and he made music that people really liked dancing to and ultimately that gives like money wise there's just a bigger audience for that like yeah the, the business listening. side really kicked in the, the right yeah and, yeah and that's really what it's about the general listening public like doesn't really care about hip-hop's roots its mm. culture or anything like that oh, the yeah. general listening public they listen to hip-hop to escape mm-hmm. not to think right. you know what i mean yeah um they listen to hip-hop like on their drive home from work on friday night when they want to do anything but think right um it's just about making it fun which is um, so sad so, though which is so sad because hip-hop to me i you know i listen to other genres but and i might be a little biased i truly love hip-hop i, I it makes me think the most you know out of, out of all the genres just how how deep the lyrics go, how, how many words coming at you, the verses. I mean, right. it's just sad yeah. that that part is being neglected right now on the mainstream. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, cause the thing is, I mean, the people that ultimately like write the checks for rappers, like they don't care about the they don't, culture. Yeah, it's absolutely. Just, it's just, <laughs> it's just a, like, I don't even, I don't even think they have anything against the consciousness of hip hop. It's just not, it's just not smart financially for them so they don't you know so they don't want to they don't want to invest their their dollar in it and really the only way that's going to change is if the again the listening public the audience shows 
yeah. um, that they would rather spend money to think than yeah. to escape. Because this is the thing that always runs in my head. <clears throat> Remember the early 90s? It was the, the, the ex Malcolm X hats, the African medallions. We were we were yeah. really getting down in a club. I mean, there were club songs that were say, having some positive messages in it. So yeah, it was really Afrocentric. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if that will come back one day and bring that balance. You know, I I I, I mean, because it's possible. Just put on. Most people are saying, "Well, I like the beat." Well, let's just give, put those dope beats and maybe put more of a message on it. I'm not downplaying what's out there now because I vibe to it too. But like you said, the balance, the balances. That's that's big, yeah. So, so I think I think with somebody like Kendrick is like pretty much as as close as we're gonna get to yeah. something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe if Big Crit can do a little bit, you know, get a little bigger, something right. like that. But um, honestly, man, I I really I don't think it can. But just because, again, now like the the Afrocentric hip hop is is limiting because again mm, yeah. a big chunk of the audience can't relate to it right you know yeah um like they can't relate to they don't know what a dashiki is yeah. now here's the funny someone would wear one. right now here's the funny thing about that i i truly agree with you on that point but <clears throat> i also think that the gangster rap for a lot of people they don't they haven't they don't experience that either but for some reason they have no problem hearing that i don't know if that's being pushed to us you know, people out. You know, uh, oh yeah, I, you're t- no, you're totally right. You know what I'm the, saying? The, it's it's you're interesting. Right. It's the in- difference with that is is like, see, gangster rap is appealing for a different reason. It's like it, it's again, this is part of the escape. Right. Like, it gives them a look into a world that they have no idea about, and they can enjoy it the same way that they enjoy watching movies about right. a heist or a crime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah, it lets them it lets them feel like they get to participate in this kind of right realistic video game that they listen right. to. You and unfortunately, unfortunately, there is parts of America that think that is reality. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When they when they hear that music, then they see you and me in certain aspects as being part of that. It, it like perpetuates this kind of yeah. You know no, what I mean? It's crazy, yeah. It's funny because they they enjoy it. They enjoy listening to it because it gives them, you know, this kind of odd pleasure to experience yeah. something that's outside of them. But at the same time, it also continues like the division and the fear of the black man. Yeah, it's you know really, I mean? it's really crazy. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? I <clears throat> the mainstream, the, the mainstream hip hop and the hip hop that you like over the internet like if you really dig in hip-hop head wise man there is beautiful music out there like the talent like people oh, yeah. like you it's, it's just amazing the just the dichotomy between the two it, it's it's just it's yeah, kind of sad man there's some great art. thank you for mentioning saying that but yeah there's some some really really great artists out there yeah 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 so let's let's get to the album the album is called roads to rome explain the title Okay, so um, there's an old idiom um, that says all roads lead to Rome. Mm -hmm. Um, And that basically means that the same uh, outcome will be reached um, from a very from a varying different uh, methods or approaches like Mm -hmm. the the same outcome will be reached. Um, And so I on this album, a lot I'm talking about and kind of uh, dealing with some of the setbacks I've had in my music career. So 
Um, I've been out for a long time and every project was, was a, a, a big step forward each time. And then around 2013, um, into 2015, um, I had like a really large setback. Mm. Um, and I kind of, this album leading into this album, I guess, was me kind of dealing with that and finally accepting that and talking about it. And so while, while I'm personally going through this process of trying to kind of figure out what went wrong and things like that, um, one day I kind of just threw my hands in the air and was just like, you know what, man, like, maybe this is, no matter what decision I made, this is where I was going to be. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's something here for me. Maybe this is where God wants me for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and while I was already creating, I was already like three or four songs deep into the project and I and I didn't have a, a, a title yet. And I realized that I had been using a Fender Rhodes um, on every track oh, okay. that, I had, that I had already done. Yeah. And so that's, that's where the spelling comes from, for mm-hmm. Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so it was like a really a really easy transition. Um, so, I, yeah, so you hear, there's a Fender Rhodes on probably nine of the 11 tracks, if not 10 of the 11 on the album somewhere. Dope, so. dope, man. So if if you don't mind sharing, if you don't want to, I totally understand. What was the setback? Was it more of a, a doubt thing or what What was it that would take you away from music for so long? Uh, well, basically, this is, this is what it was. So um, I had been building an audience uh, pretty... Um, you know, kind of boom bap following, um, starting from my my first album in 08, but really in 2010, I put this album out called Wizard of Dawson. Oh, and yeah. That really, mm-hmm. that really t- took off for me. And um, that's when I first started getting like flown out to do gigs and really starting to actually make money. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I put out Alpha, Searching for Alphatron in 2012, and that did really well for me. And then in 2013, I I made an artistic decision that basically totally backfired. So um, I grew up listening to or watching like musicals, musical theater. Yeah. Um, and so I've always um, had an affinity for that kind of thing. And um, as an artist, I'm very big on like innovation and doing something original. And, right. You know? yeah. And so uh, that was the year that uh, Les Miserables came out, mm-hmm. the film. And I love Les Rob. And so I had this idea to make this kind of hip hop theater hybrid album called The Wretched. Mm-hmm. And um, so for people who haven't uh, seen Les Mis, basically the themes of it are justice, grace and redemption. Mm-hmm. And that's really like the themes of my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so anyway, so I made this whole project. That and I'm not talking about just like sampling the musical. Like I made a hip hop album that like felt like a musical. Mm. Like there were time signature changes mid song. There were um, key changes mid song. There were tempo changes mid song. Like it was very theater ish, but hip hop. And uh, um, basically, when I put it out, it just I mean, people didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, yeah, I or I should. I should say people didn't get it. That's and that's why they didn't like it. So, right, because it was so far from what they thought, what they knew from you, in, in a sense, was that right? And and you got to remember, this is like this is before there was no Hamilton at the time. Right, like, I was about to say, was, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is truly an this is truly an original thing that hadn't been done before. Mm-hmm. Um, and so all basically like all the blog kind of connections I had built and stuff were all for the most part were all just like I don't know what to do with this. Like, right. 
this doesn't really fit my audience. And I kind of alienated the audience that I had built just like listeners, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it didn't do well. It did bad. Um, and, and then on top of that, trying to promote it, I had, um, I, I played, I played in a basketball league and I busted my ankle and I was Ooh. on crutches for, for seven months. Yeah, so wow. I couldn't, I, I couldn't tour. I couldn't right. perform. You know, that's how that's how any independent artist tell you like that's Oh, yeah, (laughs) that's where you that's where you win people over is on the road. Yeah. And so I have this new album out that most people don't even understand. And on top of that, I can't even I can't even like show it live to win people over. Um, And that probably would have been a dope live performance, though. Now that I'm thinking about it, right? The song I after the fact I've done some of those songs live and they actually go over really well live. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I couldn't do it, and so, and then it wasn't until 2015 when I put out Socially Just that I put out another album. And yeah, so yeah. if you think most of my audience didn't really even count the Wretched as a project, so in yeah, their mind there was basically time. three years of mm-hmm. no music, and for an ind- independent artist, that's suicide clear suicide really yeah in this in this modern climate like you have to have something out every multiple things a year and so three years is unheard of and so i essentially had to like start over and kind of re win people back and um it's been yeah and so mm -hmm. no go ahead no i was about to say did you do all of that trying to win people back was there a silver lining in all that um Maybe not in hip hop, but in life, yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. There's no silver lining career-wise, but um, as a human, um, I thankfully I can say I, I was taking a, getting a lot of W's for the big portion of starting my career in terms of not huge W's, but I was always taking a step forward. Yeah, and I think uh, learning how to fail is um, an invaluable aspect of life absolutely just as a person you know not music and i didn't know how to fail which is why it took me three years to finally accept with and deal with my setback you know what i'm saying like um i kind of was in denial about it and um i don't know i found ways to explain it away and um so yeah it taught me to to not to run from failure and to be comfortable um accepting it dealing with it and learning from it ultimately i mean that's a big lesson right there because most people don't start things because they're scared of failure so for you to embrace failure and see that there's lessons to be learned in it is huge is a huge step absolutely yeah 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 so i'm thankful for that i am yeah you you have a song on the album called a million and one If I had to count on my mistakes, to be a million and one I'd have to admit, the dumb was almost brilliantly done I have to forget regret, because the path that we get Is either hazardous, or becomes a Lazarus pit Now I emerged the young man who wrote Sisyphus Atheist talk and God body, while I'm basking in the dissonance Splash, got a buzz and it passed As for my momentum, honestly I'm vastly the antithesis Like Onesimus, freed from a bondage when I fleed Made clean, no proceed, begging homage We displaying promise in the rhyme and I don't define morals, but draw from a time that's primordial I'm primed in a fine normal, well I'm still immortal and it's primed Through a means that is oral, which means I'm immortal Fall short of divine, trying to love all of my enemies But it's hard to be cordial when you're my line, yo Lord knows how they treat us, 
Publicly they used to beat us Devise a new way to delete us That is equally egregious From the moment we're defeated Feet is trapping and rapping I go and buy you some Adidas The cycle is completed They depleted our psyches Teaching whites not to receive us As they see us in Nikes Over great suit Or on a stage Either way it's all the same Entertain or give them something they relate to Let's celebrate us Let's celebrate all parts of our cultures For every part of our life Part of my mic I'm blessed to live in a country with these freedoms But I only pledge allegiance to my God and my wife Police the tribe with two rules Named a Barney and Fife Love God and love people in this life Yeah Police the tribe with two rules Named a Barney and Fife Love God and love people in this life A million and one A million and one A million and one Love God and love people in this life A million and one A million and one uh. A million and one yeah. Love God and love people in this life A million and one uh. Yo, it's been a minute that your boy's been pursuing this Wanted to quit the game but never could go through with it I was touring, met a million different stewardess But now they asking who is this, questioning my stewardship When I was new to this, I would hit the stage excited Backpacks and hooded sweaters for days, it was pure Just hyped to put them letters to page, now I'm coming for heads Rhyming with a veteran's rage, uh Big Nama's gotten better in spades The generation of fine wine Cause y'all we've gotten better with Yeah, we've gotten better with age My sage rhetoric's a medic to confederate ways uh. And everybody claim that they woke now I'm asking Before Eric Garner was choked down Before they smoked brown Everything that y'all wrote down Irrelevant So many of them bars could you quote now Swear this isn't getting me bitter Just encouraging artists Thinking what you pick to deliver I'm in full support of anybody speaking for justice But consistency is key to get the people to trust us They tease and disgust Cause they don't see the truth is coming in my reign Like I'm Caesar Augustus That's deep, how deep? Deeper than Atlantis, deep within the ocean? No, that's deep beneath the planet, come on You'll never catch me popping a molly, but my ancestors got it popping in Mali Also Togo, Ghana was so close to irony I'm Cali, my people seem to rally at Gold Coast My brother science from the valley, my co-host I'm Gallery, Talia, we probably some locals Knowledge come when you acknowledge you don't That's Socrates, this is for the ones who never rocked with me Million and one A million and one uh. A million and one for the ones who never rocked with me, million and one, a million and one, a million and one. This is for the ones who never rocked with me, million and one. give them something they can relate to elaborate on this line yeah well what i talk about there's a few bars leading up to yeah. it that kind of help give it context but basically what i'm talking about is um basically our culture teaches white america um not to really accept or embrace um 
black culture unless it's in a form that they understand yeah. or or get entertainment from. Mm. So I talk about, you know, again, some of the lines leading up, like um, I say, uh, uh, the cycle is completed. They've depleted our psyches, teaching whites not to receive us unless they see us in Nikes or a great suit or on a stage. Either way, it's all the same. Entertain and give them something they relate to. Yeah. So it's like, they they're they teach to uh, embrace you know the star NBA player right, right. You know, embrace the embrace LeBron James embrace Kendrick Lamar and Drake right um, or embrace you know the the crazy successful businessman but like any other forms of us stay away um, <laughs> yeah it's not you know you know what I'm saying like it's not it's not tied as we're not portrayed as just a culture and that has value in general. We're portrayed as a culture that has um, a couple things that right. we can offer to the country and to the world. And if yeah. it does, you know, yeah, you make a so. good point. You make a good point. Cause I I've heard from MCs, like they could just be walking down the street <clears throat> and they could tell that people are not trying to make eye contact or whatever. <clears throat> and when they get on stage, those same people are <laughs> that are kind of, you know, those, the same, people of that culture all of a sudden love them like what's going on here like you like right. me you well, like me in this aspect but outside this aspect i'm like something you should fear is is right yeah you want you want to like pick and choose the parts of me that are like comfortable for you right right you know what i mean and that's just not how human beings work like i'm not one thing i'm not just an mc you know? right right um and i, I always uh you you said something else that was pretty cool too you said I'm in full of support of anybody speaking for justice, but consistency is the key for getting people to trust us. Wow. What, what, what triggered you to write this line? What was it? Yeah, man. Um, so I, like I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm super passionate for social justice. Um, and I have been for a really long time. Um, and in the last few years, there's there been more and more cases of, police officers shooting unarmed black men or killing unarmed black men. Um, there's been an increase in the dialogue, which is a good thing. Yeah. And even, and I started to see more artists like talking about things like this and other social justice issues, mm -hmm. which is dope. Mm -hmm. But like, as time went on, it started to feel like rappers only wanted to mention these things when they were hot topics. Ah, um, trendy. When, when there's, yeah, when there's like a hashtag attached to mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. um, that could get their song kind of more more viral or more listens. Yeah. And it's like, yo, this isn't like a, a topic to just jump on. Like this is a <laughs> right. This is a, this is a way to a lens to view life. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Right. Um, this isn't like a pop culture reference. Don't turn justice into a pop culture reference. Right. right. Um, and when we do that, when we do that, it makes our message have less power. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. So it's like. Um, I said in that same, I think it was the line. Yeah, it was the line right before that, where I said, um, <clears throat> I talked about, well, actually I don't even want to get into that. Cause that was a little bit of a, <laughs> that was a little more spiteful, but making the same point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's the thing is just like, we, this can't be, don't use social justice as uh, a hot topic. Like it's either important or it isn't. And if it is speak on it. You know? Yeah, I, I've noticed that too. And I was like, 
is is this a good thing in a weird way because a lot of the time it seems like it's only the negative stuff that's being portrayed and knowing that this this part is kind of trendy and some people putting out some good music to it is it helping it a little but at the same time like no because it actually hurts the to me the artist because it's like you're just you're just pimping just pimping this positivity you know you you're just jumping on it because it's the thing to be right now like yeah and <laughs> and and also you got to think of the source that that we're having the rest of the country hear about it from right if mm, you yeah. are an artist that is known to like talk up to glorify gang violence or to glorify right. violence in general and then you're the same person trying to turn and give this message like you've already shot your credibility yeah so you what, what I'm saying? how do you feel about you know just human nature in a sense how people have like different um emotions that flow through them do you do you see that as maybe they're just being emotional and they want to get it out or you know could that could that be an aspect to it because I, I feel like with some with some artists um some of them are scared to step out and say stuff because they feel like they've been talking s- this other ways for so long for me to go over here or be a little too preachy in a sense you know what i'm saying um it's, it's, i mean at yeah. that that could that could be true but at the end of the day it comes down to what your values are, what are what's your values? important to you yeah. you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. th- these things are either worth mentioning or they're not yeah. to you you know what i'm saying yeah um and like for me um speaking on issues of like i don't speak for justice issues because i think i'm i'm gonna make more money exactly. for it. <laughs> you yeah know what right I'm like yeah. these are just i have a platform and i've learned very young or was taught very young that if you have a platform to say something you should say something yeah you, know? you see the uh, importance of it you you see the responsibility of it is what you're saying right i think any any artist any person with a platform is a leader like yeah has a platform sorry um <clears throat> any uh artist has a platform and the fact that they have a platform makes them a leader simply for the fact that they have one yeah, you know true. Um, and if that's the case like you I feel we need to be responsible with that. So, yeah. and that's not, you know, something that you just mention when it's convenient. Right, right. They try and they try to redefine race, redefine love, redefine God. If you say get enough, then it's true, it's the mind state. Yeah, but truth doesn't change when belief does. Stranded on Mars, you would still be earthly, still needing mercy. And if you label on a bottle of Moscato, you would still be thirsty. Building a new road, the materials hold us a healing, slowly revealing a new bulb. I got lightning in a bottle, but they don't know the feeling of true gold. Oh, that's too bold, so my ceiling is too low. But what I'm dealing is too cold. Check my philosophy, lost in the meeting of the minds. John Locke is appealing to Rousseau. Sucked in by the songs of the siren, shipwrecked in the arms of Poseidon. Nah, stereotypical black man, I can't swim. I'm at war with the stars, but I can't fin. I'm gonna stand up and face them. We all want a Lambo and wanna be friends with Lando. Take a land in the station. And then your true friends when the ammo was facing your way would affect them. 
from the powers that be Cause they hate what I say, the direction A section of church views me as a crazy leftist When I told of a plight, so they gave me exits Spoke of the broken, ears are closed Then posed like nobody showed them Condemned by the globe that the culture of a church ain't diverse Then she claimed me as hers, but I'm nobody's token Viewed like I belong in asylum Song of the side, the side of the siren Those times I belong for an island Song of the side, the side of the siren Chained by the lens, but I learned to grow With a name they condemn, not affirm at home In the vein of the saints who were burned in Rome With a song of the side, the side of the siren Viewed like I belong in asylum Song of the side, the side of the siren Those times I belong for an island Song of the side, the side of the siren Chained by the lens, but I learned to grow With a name they condemn, not affirm at home In the vein of the saints who were burned in Rome With a song of the side, the side of the siren I build my house firm upon the rock of ages Engraving these pages with the siren song I'm awaiting the sageless For those that choose to stay in their cages I'm engaging with patience Speaking life while you teach and say with the gravest It ain't black or white, I'll stay with the greatest Yeah, but few will get Damascus But the vocal journey lays through Omegas And I've accepted that I'll never be famous But instead I'll be faithful to my club Until we can change with the slave Till we can slave, we can change it Till we can slay the enchainment This weekend we can seek and find the peace for us to leave behind deceased Superseding a social media following So make your voice heard and get to hollering They tell me to be like Jesus Well, silly me, I took it literally Waited till 30 to show you my true abilities I've been dark Like molten ligers from them twin hops Y'all see me doing poetry But no, I keep this pin sharp Y'all think I'm messing around Come on, yeah they follow horoscopes in Mayan calendars I follow hope to war and wage in peace So please make way when I am challenger Inferior class, you as that heavyweight High as that featherweight You wondering how I've managed to last Well it's a musical battle, so Mr. Sia Cause when I say I'm light as a feather That just means that I'm Chick Corea Return to forever, we the next And when them homies got weeded I was at home reading encyclopedias Next to leave with my product Cause this music was my narcotic Yo, I gotta resolve now that defies logic Candid disguise off it Candid disguise lost it No demanding for my product Well, the man in the sky's got it Yeah, these are the facts that I'm running with Now that the album is done I'm back to rapping just for the fun of it Running with them question marks For them politicians and for who's funding them huh? Don't get me started now on capital punishment That's for next time If you're enjoying Book Speeds and Beyond, do us a favor. Go into the show notes of any episode, click on the iTunes logo to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. We just played this song, Siren Song. Now, when I was listening to the song, I was thinking about, you know, how hip-hop and the church have, like, a long-standing antagonism with each other. You know, like, the the church sees hip-hop, the hip-hop crowd is, like, unruly disrespectful etc and uh the hip-hop crowd sees the church crowd as self-righteous and condescending however there there are many dope mcs who rhyme about christianity and let's not forget about that but 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 anyway um you talk about this antagonistic relationship in this song can you elaborate on on why you think this is and 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 where do you see it going I'm sorry, can you say that one more time for me? Yeah, the, just the antagonistic relationship 
between hip hop and the church. And I was just wondering if you can elaborate on it. Cause it seems like you touched on that in this song. And I just want to have you elaborate on that. And where, where do you kind of see that, that going? Is it, is it, is it going to mend itself out or what, what, why, why is that relationship happening between hip hop and the church? Um, the man, uh, the church hip hop relationship is weird. <laughs> um, man, that's such a big question. So I think the church or hip hop, I should say has all has had a place in, in hip hop for a long time, but it's, it's for most of the time been a very, a small place in like a, a very kind of subculture subgenre mm-hmm. that the rest of hip hop didn't really accept or appreciate. Um, and then in the last few years, it's really changed and it's been proven that, you know, there's some Christian faith-based artists who can actually do like real numbers. Right. Yeah. Um, like you, you know, I really think with some, it's like things like iTunes and stuff where, you were seeing artists like Lecrae charting right. above like other artists that they knew where people started to be like, Oh wow. Like there's actually a lot of people that listen to this stuff. It's yeah. Not, you know? Um, and also that it's not just like only nerdy church kids that are, that are involved. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. 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 So, cause that's, cause that's really what it is. If there's people who aren't part of the church, they have a perception of what church is right. and what kind of people go to church. And so they feel like they can't relate. But and at the end of the day, the church is just people, you know. But how does the um, how does the church feel about um, hip hop in that sense? That I, I know you can't speak for all churches, but how do they feel about the faith based movement of hip hop? How 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 are the the uh, average I, church um, goers accepting that? I mean. Back in the day, I think there was an issue, but these days churches love it, man. Mm. I think they there's been enough of it, and and it's a big enough thing where they've where the people who are outside of um, the demographic that enjoy it, people who are like older and seeing their kids enjoy it, they've heard enough of it where they can trust it. Basically, right? I see. I think that was the pushback up front where they didn't know they could trust it mm-hmm. because it looked like something of the world, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now though it's they man they i feel like the churches love it they're like this is like an easy tool to <laughs> yeah <sing."> recruit <laughs> yeah well it's like it's like if we want them to not listen to the stuff that the world is giving it's exactly like, oh, look we have a we have a christian version there right. you go so so, so they're, yeah they're all about it so if i if i was listening in the song correctly it seems like you're talking about how your leftist views kind of push push the people kind of look down on that in the church or there was some kind of antagonistic yeah, yeah. relationship going on. If you can elaborate on what you were trying to get on. Get yeah. Out there. So that was definitely more personal. I oh, okay. have my, like I have an antagonistic relationship with the church okay. because of the way that I do it. So the church is very accepting of the general idea of faith-based rap music. Like they have no problem with that. But with me, like there are things that I think are, that I think are important to Jesus and that I think should be important to every Christian Mm -hmm. that a lot of people in church don't want to hear and don't want to accept. And what is that? What do you you mean right there? Justice, social justice. Ah, They they don't want it. They don't. Okay. See that, that's what we're saying. So they, they don't really don't want to accept that part of it. That's wow. Okay. Right. They don't, because it's messy. You know what I'm saying? It's not comfortable. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like they want to, a lot of, a lot of churches, unfortunately, when you want to bring up these types of issues, they just want to say, you know what? Like, 
just we need to just love Jesus more. Now that's sad though because we're always taught that the church is like where the struggles we will come together to 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 fight the struggles of of social injustice. <laughs> but then if you right. like you said if you dig down deep into it it's not. And, and you kind of make sense because when Martin Luther King was alive, a lot of the church did not like where he was going, right? Oh yeah. No, 100%. 100%. <laughs> yeah. The church the church likes to pretend like they've like that this was their leader that they backed since day one like they they claim him now but they weren't right. all claiming him at the time right. you know, in the 60s they weren't right and so it's it's weird there's this like there's this idea of like hey you're totally welcome here we want you to be a part of things but you know when you start talking about that it's like peace you know <laughs> your own thing. yeah yeah um and what's so I, yeah yeah on, and, and it's like i you brought up siren song like specifically on that song i'm like um um i said when i told of our plight so they gave me exits you know yeah. um and then but then like when the church gets criticized for not being diverse and being a, a an extension of white america mm -hmm. and not just you know america as a whole mm -hmm. then they want to start like claiming me you know <laughs> you know they want to start then they want to start claiming us. look at all these black dudes we have in the church blah blah it's like right, right. <laughs> no because so, you know what I mean? yo it's crazy because <clears throat> when i think about when i you know i i, I really don't follow religion and, and i really don't disrespect anyone that does but what what i've living in in such a christian society we always hear that jesus walked with the marginalized right and when you hear hip hop, that's who that, that's who's speaking, right? The marginalized. We're talk. We're, we're trying to talk about our issues and vent our stress. Because uh, right. I'm thinking, wouldn't Jesus be a ill MC? Like if he, <laughs> you know, what I mean, <laughs> right? Well, I mean, I mean, social justice is really all over the Bible, including exactly. specifically specifically from Jesus's mouth, right? Um, and in Matthew five twenty five, he makes a clear distinction about um some of these issues and says and and and, and says he, it's the separating of the sheep and the goats he calls it mm. um and he says at the end of the day like you're gonna come up to me at the end of your life and be like what's up and i'll be like yo bro like you don't know me and they're, gonna, <laughs> and they're gonna be like what do you what do you mean i don't know you and he's like you never gave me no food when i was hungry right. you know what i'm saying you didn't look after me when i was a foreigner you didn't you didn't give me drink when i was thirsty and they're like, what are you talking about? And he was like, whatever you have not done for the least of these, you have not done for me. Right. Peace. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Like that's 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 straight from his mouth. Right. Um so I think that's yeah, dope, so man. I, yeah. But yeah, so i I have a really weird relationship with the church because of that. Like I, yeah. I am a I am a Christian, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and I go to I go to church weekly and that's a part of my life and that's important to me. And mm -hmm. so I'm trying to I'm I'm trying I'm trying to help fix it instead of yeah instead of abandon them instead of run from them I'm trying to to help teach them right right um, and help show them so no I I think that's great because you you bring up uh, some good points throughout this that whole conversation like for for my, myself since I I'm able to get like a, the Apple streaming and Spotify now I actually found this one category called God Flow and I was like let me check it out yo. I mean, there's so many dope MCs that are like faith-based hip hop, and it's not—it's it's not constantly I, the Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. It's more just talking about what's going on and 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 how God can help them out. Like we all, you know, people who believe in God, they they kind of think the same things. I'm like, the way they're going with it is pretty dope to me. 
Yeah, I think I'm actually on that playlist. You said it's called Godflow? Yeah, yeah, yes. I, I, I am, yeah, you I are. I, that's right. I think, yeah. I, got, I think I might have one or two <laughs> songs in there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's dope. Yeah. Come on. Just numb. Just numb. Uh, Dylan Kid, yeah. Ralph Quasar. What up, Norm Rockwell? What up, Just numb? Come on. Yeah, we must evolve. Like the music involved, 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 they're like, huh. They're like, why so serious is what they ask me. And it drives me delirious. I used to spit it fast, I spit it furious. Then I changed lanes and I crashed, it's mysterious. Rest in peace. They message me and make a mess of me. Gave the world the best of me. While I let them get the best of me, huh? They thinking less to me, and some say it aggressively, claiming that I'm tainted cause I'm doing this professionally. Like, now I'ma change the style, trying to be a rap star. We want that Rosario Dawson back when he had heart. Ironically, since then, my heart has gotten larger, writing less about myself and more for those without a father and those who seen their fam die. I could spit raw gorilla bars, but mostly wanna show the disenfranchised. Instead of following trends that bring unruly ends, I was at the bar having a drink with Julie Benz where she hit me to the game and longevity and how to survive with your art when you ain't an A-class celebrity so how'd you let it be she said I work my butt off I'm on time and I'm kind to everyone I meet and so I stay grounded but no longer am I under it remember where I'm founded and acknowledge that I come from it I stay grounded but no longer am I under it remember where I'm founded and acknowledge where I'm from we must evolve like the music involved we must evolve like the music involved, we must evolve. 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 Like the music involved, From what I've learned, to build a bridge is much better than burn one. To feel the skin of tough leather and fur ones. Understand the difference when my attitude preferred none. Other than the overkill and saturate my burn. Tongue. No one really gets that by the time you hit the third sun uh, When there ain't no turning back on this journey uh, No, distance is that cold shoulder blade that's always hurting So progression's what I'm learning at a young age Constantly evolving till I turn gray With liver spotted hands Trying to grip a microphone and can't uh, 22 and got nothing but some plans with excuses for the making of this music that she danced to They try to put you in a box to where you can't move Am I a free creative being or a shamu? Or a complicated name that the kids could never say So we dumb it down to something they could handle And say we ain't getting paid to take any advice and thanks for the information But we got it handled Every jazz man got the blues And hip hop gets confused when they continue to sue us for our samples With all the poison in my veins and advertisements and chains Never depriving myself from taking handfuls With all the poison in my veins from advertisements and chains Never depriving myself from taking handfuls We must evolve Like the music involved, 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 we must evolve. 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 So we just played the song Evolve. What do you want us to understand from this song? 
Um, this song actually was a little bit more. Um, this song actually is kind of to um, some of my older audience that has been around and from the earlier days, like a lot of the audience that I built during the Rosario Dawson era. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, um, I started doing music full time as a career right before Alpha Tron in, tw- in 2011, 2012. Um, and was um <clears throat> and anyways my music started changing a little bit not so much in alpha Tron, but mm-hmm. after that mm-hmm. there was the wretched project and then socially just is very different yeah um and so for me like i was just growing not only growing as a human but growing as an artist you know mm-hmm. um and i remember when i put out so i have this song called traffic um for you guys listening you should check the video out it's like the a really dope piece of art that I'm super proud of that I made. Traffic. Okay. I'll um, put the link in the show notes. Traffic. Okay. Please do. Yeah. And so traffic is this like, is this song where I'm, I'm this is my way of talking about human trafficking. Mm. And anyways, I have this kind of really cool concept where one verse is from the perspective of this businessman. The second verse is from the perspective of this gross caught in human trafficking. And they're, they're both kind of lamenting the state of affairs and um, telling their story. And ultimately their stories have this kind of crazy crossover in the end. And anyways, the track is like, um, it's, I mean, it's not, it's, it's not like a, it's not like a trap beat or anything like that, but it's kind of around that tempo. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm using a different kind of flow. And I remember when I put the single out, this guy who had been supporting me for a really long time, this blog, uh, he responded with this super long email write up about how I was a sellout. And wow, how, wow. And yeah, like straight up calling Just me. Just off like, the beat, li- huh? Not even. Yeah. Wow. He literally said, he literally said in the thing, he said, listening to this, I can tell you're clearly biting Kendrick Lamar. He's like, what? that's obviously what you're doing. And it, it's so funny because it doesn't sound anything like Kendrick yeah. Lamar at all. Like that. And he was like, dude, it's, I never thought I would see this from you, like selling out for money. And I'm Gosh. like, bro. Since when has it been proven that writing a song about human traffic is going to make you money? Like, <laughs> like, what are you talking about, bro? And so um, that was kind of the main thing. But there were other people that didn't like when I was evolving as an artist. They wanted me to keep yeah. making that Rosario Dawson right. song. And I'm like, bro, I love that album too. But I, I also made it eight years ago. Yeah. Like, I'm not the same person. You know what I mean? Like, like That's the everything. Heart, yeah everything is, 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 is meant to evolve. And like I, I did when I started, like I was very unapologetically like underground hip hop, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now like, I don't claim the title of underground. I don't have anything against it. Yeah. But like my aspiration, like the, at the time, my aspiration was to, you know, I wanted to be the biggest underground dude. Like I wanted to be dilated peoples. Yeah. Know? Right. Right. Um, and my goals have changed, you know? And so I say in the song, like, um, so I stay grounded, but no longer am I under it. Under Remember it, where yeah. I'm founded and acknowledge that I come from it. Cause I still got love for that. There's exactly. no beef. Like I'm not, right. I'm not like better or too good for underground hip hop. You right. know what I'm saying? That's not what I'm saying. Um, you, you, I'm just saying I don't, I don't find my identity in that. Like I used to. Yeah. I, and I, I that's what I love about the song because it kind of shows that, Hey, I'm human. I'm going to evolve just like you. Although people aren't going to call you out on your evolution. Cause you're not, <laughs> you don't have a platform but you you gotta you gotta have a little empathy and realize that we're gonna evolve as we move on. You definitely can't stay the same artist as as you as you um you were before. You know, 
Absolutely. Right. Like, I, I just, yeah. I mean, like, you think of any great artist, like, exactly. in any genre. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't, like, no one makes the same, no great artist at least makes the same album over and over. Yeah. They just, you know what I mean? Like, that's, so, so it, there's it, nothing, there's nothing dope about being stagnant. Right. Real talk. So it just makes you wonder sometime about some of, of the of your fans or, or just any artist. It makes you wonder what do they really like about me, right? Like, because well, as mm. as you evolve, some fans are gonna fall off. Some fans get really mad that you're not who you were before. Then you end up getting new yeah. ones, and then you got ones that stay with you. It it just it's interesting how how that works, you know? Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I, I think what it is, man, is people when they find something they like. They just instinctively they just want it to stay that, (laughs) you know. They don't want it to change or whatever. And so I I can I can empathize with the idea of that. But I think, like I understand that I totally get it, and that's fair. Like nobody has to listen to my music even if he wants to. Like you have the you have the freedom to support me or not the same way I have the freedom to make this the the freedom to make the same kind of record or make a different kind of record. Like none of us have um any obligation to the other really um and honestly like with yeah 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 so what so so what is the most challenging aspect of pursuing hip-hop especially hip-hop like you which has a a religious faith-based undertone what's what's challenging pursuing well there's a there's a lot so there's the challenge to the rest of the world is to get people to really pay attention and kind of take it for what it is and not shut off if they hear something that sounds faith-based because some people do that yeah but the other challenge is that i'm fighting within my own church community because Mm. i don't do it the way that they want the way that they are comfortable with you know what i'm saying right like they they want to hear me say jesus 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 Jesus." (laughs) right yeah i understand because that's because they understand that they get that yeah And, and when i'm like Jesus justice, Jesus justice. <laughs> you messing them up, they're, man. They're like, yo, that's not what I signed on for. That's right. not what I. That's not what I say. That's not what we're saying in youth group on Sunday morning. And I'm like, well, it should be. That's what you're reading. <laughs> I'm like, that's not my fault. You, I don't think you're doing it right. Yeah, like, yeah. This is what I'm trying to show you. So I'm like, in this constant battle of trying to maneuver um, through the world while trying to like correct the body mm-hmm. um no you i should say honestly i'm trying to maneuver and correct both I say. <laughs> right right but both places yeah so everybody can, everybody can get it <laughs> yeah and you're 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 you you hit something right on the head because like i said i'm not really a religious person and as i, I was like let me just try out this 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 little category right and because i was like i really don't want to hear jesus 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 all the time you know and i have no like i said i have no problem with it it's just why so much and so as i was listening to it a lot of the artists didn't do that anymore and i was like okay this this makes sense you're still talking about what you're you kind of read in the scripture and how that applies to your life but you're not going deep in the scripture trying to convert me you know it's it's like i I can't even yeah and let me say this i I do want to clarify this for the for the rappers that do that do want to do Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Like yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah, That's I, just not what I'm doing. It's yeah. the same way with, I talked about hip hop needs balance. You remember exactly. I was talking about balance exactly. in the beginning? Yeah. It's the same thing with faith-based music. Mm, you know what I mean? Like, right. like, cause that, that music has a, has a purpose. Like right. for, for a kid who's, 
like 12 years old in the youth group and his mom doesn't let him listen to oh, albums yeah. with parental advisory stickers like yeah. he need he he probably needs that you know what i'm saying yeah so his mom can um, hear it like you hear that mom <laughs> yeah you know right. what i'm saying and, yeah. and like let's if we're being honest about it there's for the most part there's a correlation like the 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 rappers that do more of that style the christian rappers that do more of that style they their sound is also more mirrors mainstream you know what i'm saying mm. um when there's they're not saying Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. They're just saying, you know, money hoes money. Mm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So there's there's like a mirroring of those two things. And yeah. then for an artist like myself, um, like sonically, um, it doesn't mirror anything like that kind of mainstream music anyways. Yeah. It mirrors, you know, other different, um, whether it's atheist or Islamic or whatever type art, independent type artists that have, their own voice you know what i'm saying right yeah i do yeah so it again it comes down to to balance i'm not trying to knock anybody who wants to to, to you can say jesus all you want oh yeah absolutely like, cool. yeah i'm yeah. with it but yeah. but like let me show you what i'm trying to do you exactly. know <laughs> yeah so let's talk about so, some things outside of the music so the show's called books beats and beyond so i gotta ask what books are you reading right now articles whatever or what books had the biggest impact on your life? Um, I think the first the first book I really kind of went hard for was the autobiography of Malcolm X. Oh, yeah. I told Alex Haley. Yeah. Um, when I was in high school. Um, since then, the books that have kind of stuck with me are um, Life and Death Row from Amir Jamal. Um, uh, yeah. The uh, the narrative of the life of Frederick Douglass was oh, yeah. pretty game changing for me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, currently I'm reading a book called Slave Religion. Uh, Slave Religion. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that book is real dope. So basically, what it is, it's kind of like a a, a super in depth examination of um, the African diaspora and how and why uh, Christianity. Um, or the different ways that basically African religion um, continued or died in the different places of the African diaspora. So Mm. like in the United States specifically, um, African religion didn't carry on as much as it did in the Caribbean or in Brazil. Right. Uh, And so this kind of is like an in-depth look as to some of the differences between the places they landed and, and kind of why that is. <clears throat> Excuse me. That was fine. That's dope, man. That sounds like a really interesting book. I wonder if they get into like, cause I've read some books where they can actually find a lot of the similarities. I don't like to call them pagan religions, but the religions outside of Islam and Christianity and Judaism, how they yeah. are seeing a lot of those practices and a lot of the, ancient african religions like yeah it's interesting yeah the book definitely definitely talks about that how even as um especially uh in the caribbean Mm. um but yeah even as uh slaves or you know first generation american slaves were being converted um they were even in their acceptance of Christianity, it still was looking different than it did to white people. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and that they were worshiping and practicing Christianity um, in a manner that was familiar to them. Like they were, right, right. They were basically 
taking some of their customs from their previous religion and they were right. um, apl- applying it to their new one. Yeah. Wow. That sounds like an interesting book, man. I might need to check that out right there. Wow. Yeah. It's, it's pretty crazy, man. Um, uh, the section I'm in right now is just really cool. I never really even thought about this. There, there's this whole section about how, cause my, my, my idea of my oversimplified perception of, of how it kind of worked is uh, this idea of, so the white people were Christians, the black people weren't, mm-hmm. and the white people were trying to Christianize the slaves. So as a, a means to to kind of help their justification of slavery, right. you can distort all you can distort all types of scriptures in the Bible to to try to justify exactly. it, which they did. Yes. Um, but what I was learning from this book is that the um, basically the white folks were divided. It was like the the people that were actually like planters and plantation owners and farmers they didn't want their slaves having any part in christianity whatsoever it was mm. it was everybody else that was trying to um push this expansion like hey we need to basically britain was like in a race with spain to expand um and the easiest sign of expansion is conversion conversion right. and so they're like convert 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 give us your slaves we need to like convert them and the planters are like no we don't want to convert them because when we convert them and they start reading the bible they see that we're, we're supposed to be treating them as equals right, like, i see so so the the england and spain were using it as a weapon weaponizing it while the planters were like nah this is going to create some pretty big issues later on with us yeah well it was it was doing because that's the thing was they were as they were converting they were showing them scriptures and exactly what they feared to happen was starting to happen like they were like you guys are your guys that that came into catechizers are telling us that we all belong in one fellowship together right so that means I should be with you Sunday morning, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And they were just like, yeah. So there's like all these stories of um, English like coming to like, hey, let us do this. And the planters being like, nah, wow. you stay away from my slaves. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want, we don't want no part of that. Like, mm. we don't want no part of that. You just yeah. cause trouble. Like, yeah. Um, and it also at the same time, it forces them to deal with their own hypocrisy. You know, mm, it, it forces exactly. them to, to think about the fact that um what they're doing is dramatically contrast to what they claim to profess all right yo i'm gonna look into that book man that book sounds so dope man i'm gonna look into that man now, cool. now, le- now let me ask you i gotta ask this one too now what three albums and or songs had the biggest influence on shaping who you are today three three it can you can mix it between albums or songs but let's see if you can do three can you do three with three albums and three songs. No, and or. So you can mix them up. And or. Okay, got you. Mm-hmm. Um, so one album and one song. Well, the song is actually from the same album. But so Stevie Wonder, Living for the City. Oh, is okay. Yeah. My favorite, my favorite song in all music ever. Huh. Um, and that's off, um, that's off the Intervisions album, which um, is my favorite non-hip hop album of all time. It's a good album. Um, but that song... Um, that song is, I don't know, man, it's just so special. It's just such a, like, okay. So one thing that I really value in, in music and artistry is people who have the ability to say a lot with very few words. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I think that's why I've drawn the most deaths so quickly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but, but Stevie Wonder does that masterfully in that song. Mm-hmm. Um, when he's uh, talking about homegirl walking to school and he says that one line, her clothes are old, but never are they dirty. Right. Like that line, like continually blows my mind. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like he's saying so much in that, like it's, it's such a perfect way to represent the idea of what the entire song is about. Like, right. And Stevie Wonder's blind. Think about that. Yeah. On top of that. Like, whoa, what? Now you have me think, what do you know what dirty looks like? <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, and so that definitely crazy impact. Um, I'll say Black Star. Oh, yeah. Would be an album. Um, so most definitely is my favorite rapper of all time. Yasin Bey. Um, Yasin Bey. <laughs> and so, like I said, I had already been a hip hop fan for a long time, and my favorite rapper used to be Nas mm. until I heard until I heard Black Star. Yeah, Black Star. Like, yeah. I was like, who is that guy? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and so that record, like, there, it's I, I have multiple hip hop records that I like more than that, but mm-hmm. that record was what what cha- what changed the trajectory for me. That record, like. I, I liked hip hop before then, but that when that came out, that's when I started to love hip hop. Oh, that's I when see. I was, mm-hmm. That's when I started to want to be a part of it myself. Like, yo, what I was it about it? What was it about the album that 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 hit you like that? Well, I had never heard nothing like that. Yeah, I had true. never heard like, I mean, like dudes could rap. Like, obviously, Andre is one of the greatest ever. Like, he yeah. could rap. Nas could rap. You right. know what I mean? But but the way that they were doing it, like, it was it was something special. Yeah. It was just something different right. that I, I, I hadn't heard before. Um, and I just, I just loved it. They were doing bars. They were keeping yeah, they it were. conscious. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it was just, it was just different and it connected, it resonated with me in a new way that I hadn't, right. Uh, ex- experienced before. You um, think, you think they might happen again, man? You think it's going to happen? No, they talk about every couple <laughs> know, years. Those liars, Those know, liars. Right? <laughs> <laughs> every couple of years. Oh, they're back in the studio. New blocks are um, yeah. It's a right. shame, <laughs> man. But you know what? Maybe, maybe it's a good thing because they know that they have to have the right chemistry. You know, it has to be that right moment. But we're so fiending for another one of them, and, and you know, it's 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 right in that line of not doing it for so long that if they do come out with something come out with one people are gonna critique it so hard you know what i'm saying that's what i'm scared right. there's like no way it could live up to the exactly the yeah because that, that that my story isn't isn't i'm not alone in it like a lot of people kind of had their hip-hop view change when black star came yeah. out a lot of at least a lot of people in my area that was really like the kind of the turning point where they started getting into quote-unquote underground hip-hop yeah um, <clears throat> because I mean the whole not just that but that whole ruckus records movie oh yeah was, ruckus huge was, yeah yeah it was it was a game changer yeah it was um, so okay and then let me see if I can give a third a third one I'll say actually you know I'll leave that as my three I'll do okay li- living for living for the city will be one but the album visions will be two and then the album black star will be three those are and dope man those are dope. Those are dope. So, so what do you, what more do you think that you could contribute to today's hip hop culture? Well, um, I like to think that I can continue to contribute just honesty and transparency, um, the consciousness of hip hop. Um, I really want to encourage people. I want to enlighten people, but I also am equally passionate about encouraging people. Um, 
like I said, I, I'm I'm into building, not tearing down. Mm-hmm. Um, I really love hip hop so much, and it's it's a lot of fun, and <clears throat> I want people to to not kind of separate the two. Like you can you can have fun and enjoy hip hop, but also like be serious and think and you know what i mean like these they're not mutually exclusive and they don't um have to combat with each other right um i try to tell people it's called reality rap now just call it reality rap you know yeah they don't the word conscious rap is like a bad word yeah (laughs) yeah yeah that's like a negative that's it's like saying social justice warrior (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's a bad word but a consciousness really is the best way to say it you Mm -hmm. know um because for some people like Talking about money and hoes and cars, that might actually be reality for them. Yeah. Just saying for me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Well, that's true. Probably not the cars. Maybe money and hoes, but not the cars. <laughs> most, yeah. most of those guys are lying. Most of them are lying. <laughs> most of them are lying. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, man, I just want to continue to be um, one of many people um, in the, carrying the baton and, and being truthful, being transparent, um, and you know, trying to build with this thing. So dope. And and now that you have uh Roads to Rome, <clears throat> what what do you want people to mainly take away from from that album? Um you know, I <clears throat> that record what, what kind of what separates that from a lot of the other records is um I'm I'm really just trying to kind of give people more of a view into my outlook without um being as teachy i guess like Mm. socially just that record is uh, i'm very much in teacher mode Mm. where i'm talking about certain issues and kind of drawing a line in the sand like this is what this is what it is you know like you need to get on board and this record is and is more of me talking about my personal experiences within some of the issues Mm -hmm. um and so i'm kind of just giving people like a look inside and being like this is this is me and this is kind of how i think no agenda whatsoever this is just kind of who I am and, and where I'm at, you know? Yeah. Um, so meet me with compassion when you see me, you know? Cause, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, because this is, you know, we've been, you know, going through some things, not just the setbacks, but, um, you know, we, my wife and I had a son and we had Congrats. fear. Of, there was real, real fear of losing our son early oh, on. Wow. Yeah. Um, and thankfully, I, praise the Lord, he's, he's healthy. I'm glad um, to hear that. Yeah. But he wasn't always, you know. Um, so yeah, it's really just kind of me being like, yo, this is kind of where I'm at, you know. Yeah. Well, I think that's <clears throat> I think that's great because <clears throat> excuse me, none I got so when I heard the album, I was like, wow, he really knows himself. You know, I was able to really learn a lot about what you wanted me to learn about, you know, and 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 also you're you're helping me open my eyes up to you know faith-based hip-hop you know because i'm starting to see that yo it's uh, you know it, it's i thought it was going to be trying to convert me like crazy you know <laughs> but just you listening had, you had your guard up yeah you i had, had my guard, guard up, up. i had my guard up i did i was like oh boy so but listening to you i'm like okay yeah i could i this is cool because uh maybe i don't know if it's just you in particular but just the social justice messages behind it and 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 your 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 faith in you know Jesus or or just your awareness of God, I, I think a lot of people can relate to that message. And I, I say you did a good job in this album, man. Absolutely did well, a good job. I, that that truly means a lot to me. Thank you for saying that. I, that really does mean a lot. Seriously. Yeah. 
Well, now, Miss, I just want to say thank you so much for being on Books Beats Me Out, man. We, we, we appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me, brother. I'm glad to be here. If you want to purchase the music, I've included links in the show notes. Or you could just go to booksbeatsandbeyond.com. And you know what's cool is, by clicking on the links, you support the guests, the music artists, and we get a small commission, which is no extra cost to you, that will go toward the operations of this show. Also, click on the iTunes link to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. If you did this stuff already, I just want to say thank you so much for your support. Remember, let's read, listen, explore.